0: Hi, I'm Lisa Peter, and I am the host of the uh, podcast that we're going to call EEL, E-E-L, Edwina Elder Library. Uh, Now, what I hope to do on this little podcast is maybe read some excerpts from different books that I have read, or perhaps from some sermons that I have listened to and taken notes from. Um... I was hoping that my husband and perhaps my son-in-law would be the ones that would be the voice, um, doing this podcast when I had the idea for it, um, saying, come live to you from the EEL, E-E-L, Edwina Elder Library. But actually right now I am sitting in my Star of Song Studios where I teach music lessons. Um, however, since we've had this, um, coronavirus, I have had to shut down my, um, studios except, For teaching online I have been teaching a few on um, video chat and I hope to get more but I went from 16 lessons down to well I've only taught two video chats so far Um, and I do have a little girl with me here today I normally uh, babysit um, I babysit one girl for eight hours a day for at least four days a week but I have not done that since her spring break she had spring break and then the two weeks since that um, because of the coronavirus, I have not had her, and the little girl that here is here today with me. Um, she's only here uh, going to be here for like about five or six hours, um, and this is the first time I've had her for a few weeks, just for the same same reason. So she's got her little mask on, and uh, we're just um, trying to take it safe and wash our hands often, and pretty much staying six feet apart. And so that's what we're. Doing. That's what we're pretty much doing. We like to chase each other around the house and stuff for bye play, bye. for exercise. Bye bye. She likes to close doors all the time, so I've got um, got that going. She likes to watch a lot of um, Paw Patrol and um, Peppa Pig, so she does a lot of watching that in the in the room while I, um, in the den while I stay out here pretty much and. Just the only time I get close to her, of course, is when I change her diaper and her uh, pull-ups or take her to the bath- to the bathroom and give her her lunch. So, Whoa. anyway, that's what we're doing right now. So, anyway, that's... Um, I want to start... Yeah, you can't play ball in here. There's too much stuff. Why don't you take it back in the hallway? Take it in the hallway and roll your ball. There you go. Uh, so, anyway, that's what I want to do with that. this... Uh, podcast it went black the like, screen went black on me i hope it's still recording okay so that's been three minutes so i'll keep my podcast probably 15 Oh, i'm not sure if, it, if we can even do 15 minutes but i was gonna say 15 minutes or less but this is my first day and i just wanted to try out this podcast oh she says she needs me so i better go bye Hello, this is Sister Lisa coming to you today from the ILL, the Edwin Elder Library. I hope you are enjoying November, November the 2nd. <clears throat> so, we are on week three, day 21, the recentered life. In the book on prayer by Brother Ken Gurley, page 289. Have you ever felt like asking God, God, where are you? I think it's one of the most common feelings and frustrations we have in our walk with God. It's a question that has been asked in one form or another by many Bible characters and by many believers down through the ages. In these wilderness or night seasons, it's common enough to ask the question either aloud or to yourself, God, where are you? Without minimizing our feelings in such times, perhaps we are asking the wrong question. God asked Adam, and, in, and indeed all of mankind, Adam, where are you? How often do we miss God, only to discover God has been missing us? So perhaps we should ask ourselves in those times when we think we can't find God, God, where am I? How does he know the way we take? His eye is upon each of us. God knows where we are, even when we don't know where he is. He does know where we're at. Men do not like to stop and ask for directions. Nobody likes to stop and ask for directions. I don't like to. Someone someone once said, had the three wise men been women, Christmas would have been in July rather than December. For men, GPS was a gift from above. We now know where we are at any given time. On occasion, however, technology glitches and we have to recalculate our location on the map. Yeah, I don't like GPS very well. Page two ninety. Maybe that's how it is with prayer. We can at times get disoriented. We are moving in one direction, get sidetracked into another, and we wonder where God went. Jesus was, has always been, and will always be at the center of it all. You know, yesterday we talked about um, on my my weekly devotional. I was talking about the Good Shepherd, and it was a it was a two it was a twofold. No pun intended. Um, it was about the sheep and about the shepherd, but it's also it's pastor appreciation for my my husband, my pastor, and I ordered him for pastor appreciation. I ordered him a shed, um, a, a garage, a portable a portable building, and um it's going to be here sometime, probably the end of end of November first of December. But anyway, that's beside the point. And that part of it's beside the point, but also about the Lord being. Our shepherd Psalms 23 the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want and talking about that song that we uh, grew up no I heard it as far as I remember of my life I've heard it I was that one lost sheep the shepherd went out to search for his sheep all through the night or the rocky steep he searched till he found me With love bands he bound me I was that one lost sheep and you know each each one can sing that because he cares for each and every one, I've heard it said that if there's only one sinner, if there's only one person alive, Jesus would have still come to Earth and died for that one sinner. And you know, we are all precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. We talked about we talked about that um, global missions two Sundays ago, and we was talking about how He's got the whole world in His hands. He's got you and me in his hands. He cares about us. And so when we get those, um, when we get those feelings of feeling alone or uh, woe is me and stuff, we need to realize that we are not alone. No, never alone. He promised he'd never leave us, never leave us alone. See, almost everything that we think of or any thought we have, somebody's written a song about it. Somebody had, there's a song or a psalm or verse in the Bible. There is something because we all we all go through the same things because that's just part of our, our walk. That's just part of our life and our cycles. We go through these cycles. We have our high points. We have our low points. But it's to remind us that this life is not about us. This life is about Jesus. This life is about, about His kingdom. And that this is just temporary. And that leads me on to the next part of our book. Let's get back to our book. Christ-Centered Lives. We live Christocentric or Christ-centered lives. Jesus is at the heart of each and everything we do. Everything in our lives is best understood in terms of our relationship with Jesus. The Apostle John sees the risen, glorified Christ in heaven. Notice a portion of his description of Jesus. Revelation 1, 12, and 13, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like the Son of Man. The seven golden candlesticks represents silent churches in Asia Minor, but more generally, the church itself. Oh, not silent, the select. I thought what? The seven golden cl- candlesticks represent select churches in Asia Minor, but more generally, the church itself. Jesus is in the midst, or as in the Waymouth translation says, in the center of the church. When we can't find God, we need to be reminded He's always at the center. There's a song. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been, you Jesus. Jesus by Israel Houghton. Houghton. H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. Micah Massey and Adam Rainey. They wrote that song. But that goes back to a couple weeks ago, like I said, when I was talking about global missions. And I had the, the little world. I had the globe in my hands and I was talking about Jesus being the core. He's the core. He is the center of it all. So, um, you know, just think about that. The axis. Everything that we do revolves around Jesus. Our whole world spins around him. And when we get off kilter a little bit, we just need to pray, get back on, get us get back on course. Because he doesn't get off course. He doesn't get off course. He He is the center. He is the revolving. He's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. Early believers embraced Christ-centered lives. When they said, Jesus is Lord, they acknowledged life was knowing him, being near him. Philippians 2 and 11. Page 291. Paul expressed the centrality centrality of Jesus in several passages. A few of these are, Philippians 1.21, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. 1 Corinthians 2 and 2. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what I talk about all the time. We've got to keep on pointing people to the cross. That Jesus died for us. That we are important to him. And just like I just said, if you were the only one here on earth, he would have died to save you. He loves you. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. That goes back to my yesterday's devotion. Acts 17, 28 in him we live and move and have our being colossians 2 and 10 you are complete in him the most common description of a follower of jesus in the bible is that the believer is in christ paul used expressions in christ in the lord and in and in him 164 times to be in christ means to be connected with him to be in a relationship with him to ask then where god is means we are struggling in our relationship with him we need to recenter and refocus our lives on Jesus. See, if you have, if you have questions about where, are, where is Jesus, where is Christ in your life, where is he at when you need him the most, he's right there. He's right there. He just wants you to ask. Ask and believe. If you have the faith, the grain of a mustard seed, you can say into these mountains, feed the will remove him, and they'll be cast into the sea because he is that powerful. Jesus is at the center of it all. But well, God bless you. Y'all have a wonderful day. I'll finish reading page 291 tomorrow as it goes into another part. Thank you. Bye-bye.